Happy Tuesday. Why, hello everyone again. Can you believe it is the 25th of September? I cannot. And it is the week of Sukkot? I can't believe that. Well, see, it's amazing how time flies, <laughs> and our glorious favorite week of the year is here. Yeah. We love Sukkot. We do. That's a t-shirt. We have I Love Shabbat. Right. But we don't have I Love Sukkot. Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. We'll get someone on it. Okay. Yeah. Well, we need t-shirts that say I love Sukkot because I love Sukkot. We do. Sukkot is a glorious time, and we're glad that it's here. Yeah, we're in the midst of our celebrations here after Rosh Hashanah, the Days of Awe, Yom Kippur. We had an amazing experience for Yom Kippur. We really felt to invite a 24-hour time of prayer, and so... Uh, everybody was just so excited to get to have an hour in the barn praying. Some people did more than one hour, um, but the experiences and the encounters people were having have just blown us away. Like people were calling us, leaving the barn because they were so impacted by their time. And uh, we've just been hearing stories since then. So Seeing, seeing what more Papa wants to say about that, but we're, uh, we were really excited just about the impact it had. So just having that time of making sure our hearts were ready for Him and then preparing the way for other hearts to be ready for Him was pretty amazing. And now we're, we are in the midst of Sukkot, so we kicked that off with a, an ICU, which, uh, Fire just had an amazing vision for, and she did. I think everybody really loved. Um, there were just these surprise boxes, and it was just it was a lot of fun, and uh, and just very meaningful as well. And and then we had blow Papa socks off, and we always because you know through scripture and all of that, Sukkot is when. Christ was born. So when Jesus was born, it doesn't mean you can't celebrate Christmas in December. Right. <laughs> uh, for me, this is just the kickoff. Sukkot's the kickoff. So I, I shared a, a Sunday night because we do, for our Sukkot BPSO, we, we have a lot of Christmas music just celebrating the birth of Jesus, the light coming, just what what he's done since then. And so this just starts my Christmas music. So mm -hmm. the fact that we're in September matters not. You know, this just started my season, and I'll go through mid-January, and it'll be great. That's right. So, um, but we we did get to just celebrate him and his coming, and and how he comes. You know, it's such a a cool dynamic. He never leaves, yet he comes every day. He comes with that newness, that renewal, that. Um, just that creative spark for us every day to be born in us every single day. And then we get to, to bear love to the world every single day as we receive Him. That's pretty amazing. It is, yeah. You know, because Sukkot is such a family time, and, and f which means it's were communities of kinsmen. And so it's a time where the family of the sons and daughters of God get to gather together and remember something that God did, something amazing that God did when he brought his people 
out of slavery and into a promised land. And that, that tells us something, that, that because it is a kinsman or a family festival, that it is a, it is a story of inheritance and it's a story of a journey. And our journey right now is a journey to a wedding. And so uh, Sukkot can be, for us, a mikvah season and uh, a season where we are truly being prepared by God, pampered uh, and made ready for the wedding to come. And that means that one of our great inheritances is being prepared by him. So he is making us ready by bringing us our daily bread inheritance of healing and of freedom and of resurrection and of the light that reveals who we are so we can see ourselves, so that we can see him and we can see the, um, the, the growing, living purpose that he has for each of us and how we fit together so perfectly with each other. And so um, because of that, this, this is just a, a time for um, walking through this journey of seeing who we are and, um, and seeing that, that when we become who he created us to be daily, by day, day by day, that the fruit that comes from that is sort of our revelation. It's our benchmark. It's, it shows us, wow, you know, our faith in Him has led us to relationship, and that relationship has deepened all the way to sons and daughters, and now we get to see this incredible harvest. And we, each of us, individually, have a harvest that is coming from who we are. And the, uh, the, the family of God has a harvest because there are so many people who are our brothers and sisters that have yet to be revealed. There are so many people who fit together to be a, the complete bride that are being revealed right now. And so what an incredible time this is. And I just think it's a a great moment to encourage all of us to uh, receive our inheritance today and to just speak to Papa and say, that, imper- that inheritance is precious to me mm-hmm. and I, I want it. I want my portion of inheritance because I know that, that who I am, it does not just fulfill me, but it fulfills the bride. And if it fulfills the bride, then it fulfills Jesus. And um, what a selfless thing it becomes when we can see me becoming who I was created to be in the context of the bride actually brings something to everybody, but also brings a fulfillment to our groom, to Jesus. Yeah, and that inheritance is how we prepare the way for him. And I think something we've been talking a lot about is just the joy we've been just encountering in preparing the way. And it's just like, you know, if you look at it in the context of weddings and holidays, you know, 
there's all this preparation that you do. You prepare the way for the joy of that season. And no matter what season we're in in our life, there is joy for us mm-hmm. in it. And so we're always preparing the way for the joy of His coming, the joy of His being with us, the joy of what He's done, which encourages us towards what He wants to do, what is in His heart to do. And I think of the tent, you know, <clears throat> we're, we're in a journey for sure. We're learning to occupy the barn, which sounds a little funny, but it's been hard for everyone because we did come to love that tent so much, but now... We're in the barn and we don't want to have a moment where he says, how long will you wait to occupy what I've given you? You know, what I've done. We need to occupy what he did in those four and a half years fully by occupying the barn. But in our years in the tent, you know, we had a lot of weddings and different celebrations. And I was always amazed, you know, the tent never changed. You know, it always had its special things like, frogs and other rodents and yes. <laughs> reptilians <laughs> they, they would come in and just found a place to dwell so that that aspect never changed but our preparation always prepared the way for what could happen there whether it was a wedding a celebration of some sort a feast just to gather whatever it was there was this amazing preparation for each thing and it made it different it made it new and there still might have been mice celebrating with us or or frogs or I think we had a raccoon once and we did have some snakes and different things but there was this wonder to it because we had prepared for him to do something new in a place that was constant in a place that um I don't know, was kind of aging by the day. Uh, you know, weathered many storms and there were different entrances that came for birds and just creation to come in. But there was just this awe of what we could prepare it for. And I know we had, um, you know, various weddings and it looked completely different in there with each one. And I don't know. It just was amazing, and and we've seen it with the barn already, too. Uh, We don't have the joining of creation in the same way, but we've, you know, we've gotten to do things. um, Even each night this week of Sukkot, a different person just has it in their heart that there's something they have, an inheritance they have to give. And last night, we were at the barn with Dee, and, and she just... You know, there was something she received as an inheritance, and then she gave it away in the way she had to give it. You know, it would have been so easy for her to hoard that, or, um, you know, that was just for me, but she she applied it in this beautiful way, and we all have this keepsake now uh, for our Shabbat, and um, just, just, it was amazing, and every night we, we have something like that, and you know, we were had just been there Sunday for ICU and BPSO, and and Foji so faithfully prepares. You know, he did the tent for a long time, but he does the barn too. He arranges it, he prepares it. So last night, when we walked in, it was prepared for what Dee had, but it was also prepared for tonight when we get to do our annual viewing of Ujpazin, which is just a favorite 
Sukkot thing for us where we watch that movie and and just it's like family visiting in a way it's like that Sukkot guest because the the characters are so familiar to us now and even though we know the outcome there's always somebody that will be there that's never seen it and it's like getting to see it through someone else's eyes so we really are preparing for somebody else to experience it so we get to experience it differently too so just seeing all these ways we've gotten to prepare and how exciting that's been. And we're preparing the way for him to come and be who he is. And really, I think for me in this season, exploring, you know, when he's birthed, he's birthed into a manger and we're mangers, you know, and uh, he, Papa kind of described it this week as messy mangers. And just like the tent had some, frogs and mice and things like that in it, that's not what our eyes were on whenever we prepared it for August rush or winter tea or a wedding or a a graduation or a party. I mean, I don't know what all we did in there. A lot, a lot of things. Um, Our eyes were on what we were prepared for, not the mess that we had. And Um, So I've just been really looking at that. Do I ever try to resist him because I feel like a mess? You know, because I feel um, there's these things I don't want him to see, like he doesn't already see him, or these things I don't want him to know, like he doesn't already know. Do Do I keep him at arm's length because I feel like a mess, you know, in certain days or moments or seasons, and realizing that if I just prepare the way for him, he will come and abide every single day. And the mess kind of gets cleared up just by that, just by letting his glory come, you know, just by allowing him to occupy me fully, just as we're trying to occupy the barn fully or a day or a moment fully. He wants to occupy us so fully. And that's that's Shabbat to me. I'm sorry, Sukkot to me is is um, preparing preparing a place for him to dwell, not just visit, but where he can come in the uniqueness of him and the newness of him every single day. And so um, it's been an amazing Sukkot so far, and we're, we're just getting started, and uh, we get to have a, a potluck Shabbat on Friday, and and I love that we get to provide meals often but I love it still when we have a potluck and it's just everybody's flavor everybody's uniqueness um that comes in and sets the table and we we set the table we prepare the way for each other we're thinking of each other when we're making that dish you know and we're thinking of him and um and just the fellowship we're gonna have and the communion that we're moving towards and and so that inheritance, like Paul was saying, it's just so important. We we do ask for that every day. It's not greed, it's need. Like I can't prepare the way for him if I haven't received him each day. Um, and so it, it's not about trying to get something for ourselves. It's it's receiving him so we can release him, you know, and and it's our need, it's it's not having that place where we're afraid anymore to say, I'm in need of you, you know? And and when he comes with that inheritance, with that thing that 
heals us and provides for us and and prompts us and purposes us and all those things um it causes us to do that for each other too and just like when the people of um of the biblical day <laughs> would go to the feast but I, I always think of Sukkot um most in this but they learned that if they traveled together there was no theft they were hemmed in with each other and because if they traveled alone they went off on their own there were people that knew they were bringing their offering they were bringing inheritance to this feast and to give to the priest to give to the temple and so they would hide, they would lie in wait for them, and they would steal their inheritance. But they learned, the people learned, that if they traveled together, there was just this hem this they created. There was this boundary of fellowship. There was this covenant of communion, and they couldn't be stolen from. And, and that's what happens when we can each receive him in that day, and then share him as he invites us to. And so we hope your Sukkot, if you're choosing to celebrate that, um, you're finding the beauty of the fellowship of, of his heart, the communion of your community. Um, I, (laughs) I was, had just such a, this great time last night and, um, I'm going to share just so it was such a testimony to me because it was such a picture of what we're talking about so I was sitting next to Reddy and Dee had us making like I said this keepsake uh, for Shabbat and basically it was a, a bread towel that we could wrap our Shabbat bread in but we were each getting to decorate it in our unique way and so Reddy is this amazing person we just adore him <clears throat> And we know him, you know, for the business that his family has and just his joy that he always carries and just um, that he sings at the top of his lungs every single worship and it just blesses my heart every single time. But so I'm sitting next to him and I'm like, you know, not the crafter and Bonner there, we're making our little thing and I'm just trying to do like, you know do my thing, and I look, and Reddy has made the most beautiful design on his towel, and I'm just like, Reddy, I mean, because he's at this table with with the women, you know, and everything, and he has the most extravagant, beautiful thing he's making, I'm just like, Reddy, look at what are you doing, I mean, you know, I'm just like in awe in this moment, and he's like, you know, kind of embarrassed. He's like, yeah, you know. But then he shares how the night before we had been, we'd had this ICU and he got this word that he was, he was creative. And, you know, he's kind of like trying to find his own word. Like, well, that was kind of different or that was kind of interesting. Like this word had never been used to describe him. Although, I could immediately see like these ideas he gets. He works with youth and just these ideas he gets. And he's always doing creative things, but he didn't see that about himself. And so, you know, Pa and I are laughing because we're thinking of uh, a kid's movie, Flushed Away. And uh, this one of the characters says, um, 
oh, that was amusing. And the, another character is like, I didn't say it would be amusing. I said it would be diverting. And so, you know, Reddy's like trying to look for this other word that he could, he could have. So he's like, it was a different word or that was surprising. And then, but the coolest thing was in this moment, he applied the word like that was an inheritance to him. Like that was new. That was a new way Jesus was being birthed into him. He was just being birthed right into him with this creativity he hadn't experienced. And he chose to birth it back. Like he gave it back to Jesus in that moment by just being creative in this way he didn't know. And it was like, it was the most amazing thing. I mean, it was beautiful. I couldn't wait for his wife, Sylvie, to see it, just to be like, you made this, you know? <laughs> anyway, that that's kind of it. It's like he births into us and we birth it back. We just birth it back. And so I, that was just such a testimony, like I said, to me that he fully let that word be birthed into him. And, you know, it doesn't always happen the next day that we birth it back because sometimes we need to grow it. We need to tend to it and nurture it. But in that situation, he gave it back. Dee did the same thing with what she did last night. She received something a few weeks ago, and it just was birthed in her. This idea um, of being imprinted was just birthed into her, and she just birthed it back to him. And because she did... We all got to experience it. And so um, that's just, I, I think his heart for us right now is, you know, that's what worship does. We give his breath back, you know. We give his love back. We give his care back and his nurturing back. All those things he's done to us, for us, through us in a week, in a day, we give it back in worship and just how, you know, I think that's the message of Sukkot for me is birthing back what he gives, what he plants, what he sows into us is giving it back to him in this way that doesn't look exactly like he did it, but in the way he created me to birth it and release it back. So it's just a fun, fun time of celebration. Yes, so, it is. Amen. Well, happy Sukkot to you all. Yes, to everyone. Um, yeah, we, uh, we're we looking forward to the rest of the week. We won't have worship um, next, uh, for this week, because we are, we're watching, we're having dinner and watching a movie. Dinner and a movie. Dinner and a movie. Uh, but we hope that you were impacted by last week's worship. Yes. So just kind of telling you a little bit about that. Uh, we've had... Um, just in our hearts, Panais, and then just some different people on the Blue Army Unifier uh, for just quite a season, and then Tor and um, some others who really just have wanted, because last year our word for the new year was, it was the year of our song, and we had multiple words, but that, that was a huge part of it, and so really... Each of us finding our voice, which doesn't necessarily mean everyone's going to sing, but but finding that expression, that that giving the breath back in some way, 
where we are unified in that and we're all entering into that. And so last week, um, we just, the word we had heard was doxology, that the, the Lord had a doxology for us. And so, um, everyone was invited to just share their praise. And so, um, their praise him was specifically it. And so, um, it was, it was just lovely. It was so lovely. And, um, just hearing everyone's voice in some way, uh, you know, as far as the community, not on the Blue Army. We were all the Blue Army, so we all shared, but uh, only love, you know, was brave enough to sing. <laughs> and it shook us. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine when when more of us get that courage. But But it's not just, like I said, it's not just about singing. It's the courage to just say to just say who he is to us in that moment. And um, and then from there, the army just, oh my goodness, the things that came forth, the, the words, and it really was a doxology. So that was, that was everybody's voices that were there that night. And um, we're going to keep, we're going to continue with that. So um, the fourth Tuesday of each month is going to be our doxology where we're just invited in to share our testimonies and our expressions in a different way and, and see how brave we can get. And uh, But anyway, we hope that that will be meaningful to you and maybe prompt your own communities for for your doxologies and joining ours and, and maybe the Lord will show us a creative way to weave those together even. Um, but we'll see. We'll yes. see what he does. We will see what he does. Yeah. All right. All right. So we love you guys lots. Yes, we do. And we'll talk to you next week. Have a good, good Sukkot.